This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Shooter ready. Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. All right, folks, welcome. Listen to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. He's not here. So I'll just have to say the answer. So we're going to be sitting here. Hey, folks, you know, making good people defenseless does not make bad people harmless. Gun control laws only disarm the law-abiding citizens. Um, murder, rape, and assault are already against the law. So do you really think a law that bans concealed carry will stop a, con- a criminal? Of course not. So help us fight back and become a member of San Diego County Gun Owners uh, Activism, and it's easy for you to join. Go to stcgo.org, join, and sign up to be a member. Together, we will win. Where have you been? How's it going, Dave? Don't ever leave the building again. Were you scared without me? We thought you were gone. We thought you got <laughs> locked out. Did you get a chance to meet Phil while I was gone? No, nah, we don't talk. You guys don't talk. You just nah. started the show, huh? Yeah. Phil, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. How you doing? I'm doing great. Get right up on the mic so we can hear you. There you go. You, you, have, and you have a radio voice, my friend. Uh, so. Didn't we just talk about this? Uh, we called that the sexy voice. <laughs> yeah. He's way ahead of it. Yeah, no kidding. I have a, I have a face for radio. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, so everybody, we're going to talk to Phil uh, a whole lot this show. Uh, but first, let's talk about the San Diego Gun Show. The San Diego Gun Show is back, but very, very different. Totally different location. Location that's uh, never been before. Early bird tickets go on sale January 15th for San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, and Inland Empire Gun Owners members. General admission tickets will go on sale January 22nd. In fact, uh, I think I think we got our first sale already. I think Rich already sent out the... The email, and we got our first ticket sale. Cool. We should do something How special. How much are they? Tickets are on sale for, well, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't hey, think so. Rich, run in and remind me. <clears throat> $13 for the early bird special. 13 bucks. How much? 13 for the early bird Yeah, 13 Yeah, 13 for the early bird special. Tickets are going to be 15 bucks, but there are going to be a lot of opportunities to get $2 off as long as you're uh, uh, keeping your eyes open. So you could pretty much you could probably get into this thing for thirteen bucks, which is a really good deal. The screaming, especially deal. considering the fact that the venue is is brand new, never been there before. Um, you know, it's not some sweaty warehouse. It's a really nice yeah. venue with uh, state of the art AV. It's very very cool. So if you remember, check your email and get the early bird tickets now. Um, how can you participate? How can you help this uh, show be even more amazing? than you think it's going to be. Well, you could be a sponsor. There are plenty of, of opportunities to sponsor to help promote your business and to help make sure that our gun show is the best that you've ever imagined. You could exhibit if you want to sell your wares. You could volunteer. We're going to need some volunteers to help make this thing go off without a hitch. Uh, most of all, attend. Uh, whatever you're doing, March 2nd or 3rd, put it on hold. 
uh, come down, buy some tickets, check it out. You know, even if you're not in the market for anything, just come on out and, and see what we're doing. It's not just a gun show. Um, we will have guns. We will have ammo. Uh, we will have accessories. We'll have other things uh, as well. But we're also going to have a symposium where we're going to have guest speakers, talk about all kinds of cool stuff. If you want to know more, our second session, uh, Zoom session, is, to, is January 15th. So attend the Zoom information session. Just go to gunownersradio.com slash gunshowinfo. Gunownersradio.com slash gunshowinfo. And you can register and participate in that. It, uh, I think it's very interesting. The last one we did was very interesting. And uh, sponsorship opportunities are disappearing quick. So jump on it and uh, let's get this thing rolling. I, th- I really do think that this is going to be the most unique gun show experience that anyone's ever, ever, ever experienced. So, especially here for Southern California. I'm looking forward to it. Good. Yeah. Me too, Phil. <clears throat> so, that's awesome. So, yesterday we had the, uh, the so the San Diego Young Republicans. We had uh, uh, Cynthia on last week to talk about the shooting social that we had for them yesterday. It was gangbusters, man. The San Diego Young Republicans is like a, it's like a social group for Republicans in San Diego who are, you know, post-college but pre-40. So, I'm, I'm, I aged out a few years ago, Phil. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> The uh, but they the extremely uh, active group and they love their Second Amendment. So we had a shooting social, an educational shooting social forum yesterday at the gun range on Balboa. Uh, Veronica and everybody at the gun range is always so accommodating. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Eight to ten, and we had we were hoping to get about fifteen. You know, if we got twenty, that'd be successful. I think she got forty six people to show up or yeah. sign up and everything, and then we had uh, we had breakfast for everybody after at Elijah's and there was a lot. It was it was great. It was really really fun. It was cool. A couple guys from the Orange County uh, uh, Republic uh, Young Republicans came down to experience it, and everybody just had a load of fun. It was so well attended that we couldn't quite give everybody the experience they 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 paid for. So we're gonna actually we're gonna give them a second one um, because it was just so packed. We it was beyond successful. So. Congratulations to everybody um, that came. It was really, really amazing. Um, so looking forward to it. And then where were you Thursday? I'm not talking to you. What? You're not talking to me? Nope. What I are, am not talking to you. What should I have done different? Reminded me. How many emails did you get from me? No, but you got to send me a text. Oh I'm God. so I am so angry with myself. But And this is not an excuse. That's right, but we lost it. Uh, <laughs> we lost a Roddy that was oh, eleven years old. That's oh. an excuse. Yeah, and that was Falcon, hundred and twenty pound rot. That's that's more Dave. never sick a day in his life. Yeah. Not just not one day in his life. And I try not to get attached. Yeah, but well, you I, did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that, Dave. Sincerely, that's tough. So my mind was really last. Couple, if he, he died uh, Wednesday. Mm, okay, that's an excuse. Yeah, I'm no, not even going to give you a hard time. Yes, no, because I would like to have come and had some fun. Yeah, but that's there were a lot of people affected by that poor pooch's passing. He was 11. Yeah, 11 years old. I wish I could have got you to help me lift that. Thing. I was going to say 100 and what 20, 20, 120 pound Roddy. Yeah. See, an 11 year old 120, 11. You're, that's about you know what I mean. That's if right you, there. You're but on, he was after, never sick. Not a day in his life. That you know of. Dogs, you know what I mean? Well, no, my <laughs> wife knows. Let me really? Dogs and, are- and, 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 and Monday, we have a couple of females that are in heat, and he almost went crazy in his crate trying to get to them. Jeez. So I'm thinking, well, oh, you still got that desire. You go. you, you're not going <laughs> <Yeah>. anywhere. <laughs> well. But, yeah. But he was, it's, 
Grand champions, won all the awards. Holy cow. Oh, yeah, he's... Well, I'm very sorry, and please... Uh, well, I've got uh, his two grandkids and his granddaughter at the house. So. Well, please send my uh, condolences I to will. Michelle. Michelle will be very upset. Thank you. Uh, was, but, but not that that's an excuse. Well, it is. Because, I, no, I mean, the last I, time I went, I yeah, mean, we had a, you loved a great time. Yeah, well, it was really fun. It was, uh, it was a 10-ring member event at the Butcher Shop Restaurant. They have a... Like a private, uh, right? Little. It's not a private room. It's bigger than a room. It can accommodate like 150 people. Yeah. You don't even see it if you just go to eat there. You don't even see it. It's off the bar, um, but it's a nice big area. And we've been doing our ten ring member events there every other month. This time it was a panel discussion, and they treated us so well. Uh, Gil and everybody at the butcher shop, you guys are awesome. Claudia, There's finally a place Taylor. I can eat. <laughs> yeah, they serve meat. really good food. Well, it was taco night too. We had tacos. So they had, no, no, no. So they took the really, really good Oh, and made tacos. And made tacos out of it. Wow. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. So it was a panel discussion. We're going to talk more about it. We're going to talk more about the panel discussion. It was for the every all the Republicans except one who is running in the 49th Congressional District against Mike Levin. Mike Levin's horrible in every conceivable way. So we're hoping uh, that one of these uh, ca- uh, candidates can pull it out. But there was one Who didn't show? that we're going to talk a whole lot about. Okay. And we're going to give details on uh, on what, you know, we're going to talk about what some of the candidates said, some of the impressions. Um, but I'm definitely, you're, you're going to want to stick around till it's the at 445 we're going to talk about. And you're going to get an earful on this one Republican candidate that you should not support, you should not give money to and they should not win. The other three are far better choices. So we'll get into details at uh, third segment here, 445. So before then, or, or, or yeah, before then, you're, you're going to listen to Lanny Barnes from Prairie Fire in the next segment. All right, this is Gut Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, gun owners, listen up. If you ever have legal matters that involve firearms, you need California's best firearms lawyer, and that means John Dillon. He can help you with red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you just need to know that your guns are California compliant. John Dillon specializes in gun laws. And so put his number on your phone right now, 760-642-7150, 760-642-7150. So our next guest is Lanny Barnes. Lanny is a three-time Olympic biathlete, a professional three-gunner, an artist, a public speaker, and a trick shot specialist. So welcome back to the show, Lanny. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's so exciting to be back here on your show again. Thank awesome. You. Well, thank you for saying that. That's very uh, that's very kind. Um, tell you know tell tell everybody what a what, what is a what, tell what's a biathlete. What 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 happens in the biathlon? <laughs> so a lot of people thought it because it originated as a form of hunting and skis on in Scandinavia, and then became a military in World War One and World War II. And then Olympic sport where you ski around um, with a rifle on your back and shoot tiny little targets at 50 meters away. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's very popular overseas, but not quite as popular here in the U.S. Which is awesome. You know why I know about it? 
because uh, I grew up what? in the in the '80s watching James Bond. Nice. What, See, it, but that's that's a little bit more exciting, I think, than than what we did in the Olympics. Um, well, but we got to go downhill. What, and, what was the James Bond movie where they featured the, the biathlon? Remember that? Wasn't it? I do that. Yeah, people make that reference all the time. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. Good. I thought I was. I, was, I was like, I got worried after I said that. I was like, wait, wait. That was James Bond, right? Yeah, it was James Bond. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And so, one of your newer titles is Chief Experience Officer, which I like that. I like that. I like the change in the E. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back what? up. What happened? I want to know about the trick shot specialist. All right, go for it. I keep thinking of Annie Oakley. <laughs> If, and listen, anytime I miss the target, I call it a trick shot. So, <laughs> so what do you do? You compete in trick shooting, or is it for demonstration? Are you in the movies? <laughs> no movies. I guess guess my own movies. Um, I uh, after I retired from the Olympics in 2014, I was trying to come up with ways. You know. Can, competed at the highest level in sport in the world mm-hmm. um you have to to figure out ways of challenging yourself and your shooting to try to reach new heights and um so i started you know i do the same old training that everybody else does and you know shoot on paper and this and that and and i was really struggling with it because of the the, the number of years that i um, pushed and train i was getting burnt out easily so i said I wanted to try something, but I started doing trick shooting um, to try to improve my shooting, and then also because it, it you know, uh, gave me a little bit of joy while I was training. And um, I absolutely felt it, and people uh, started enjoy enjoying watching it. You know, I'll, I'll shoot off a unicycle or um, you know a barrel or you know things like that, and and uh, you know a lot of people look at it as a well, that's kind of crazy, but for me, there's always a specific training purpose. You know, like for the the unicycling, for example, um, if you don't keep your feet moving, you have to hop off. And one of the hardest things in shooting is to to keep your feet moving um, mm. while you're shooting. And so that that was like an extreme way of forcing myself to learn how to always keep the feet moving um, and have that become a subconscious, and then really focused in on. <laughs> and uh, Dave's showing me a video of it looks like you on a trampoline shooting. Mike, you could do this in a heartbeat. I, for like three jumps. No, you could do that. I have all the confidence in the world. <laughs> you could do that. I want to see that. <laughs> it's all about timing. Yeah, yeah. So what type of weapon do you use? Oh, that's awesome. Uh, it depends on what I'm what, what I'm practicing doing? for at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any anything from, you know, shotgun, PCC, handgun. Okay. Uh, well, rifle, when, a little bit of everything. Well, when, when you're doing three gun, what's your pistol, rifle, and shotgun? I have a Staccato um, XC uh, JP Enterprises um, JP15, and a, a Beretta 13 is my shotgun. Or if I'm shooting open, it's a Dissident Vepper. Oh, wow, cool. Very cool. Oh, okay, so. We were talking I'm about how. Done yet? I want to know. Is right, there a competition? Going. Keep going. I mean, is there a competition, or is this just for yourself? Interest. It's just for myself. There, unfortunately, as of right now, there are no competitions. There, there's probably a, a half a dozen trick shooters out there in the the country right now hmm. that are their own thing. Um, I keep telling the guys that one of these days they can and do a trick yeah. shot. 
trick okay. shotgun. All right. The floor is back to you. <laughs> okay, thanks, Dave. Thank you. Okay, so your new one of your new titles, Chief Experience Officer at Prairie Fire, which most people used to know as Front Sight. And uh, yeah, we we said in San Diego there was a a lot of people in San Diego used to go to Front Sight uh, a lot. We used to, mm-hmm. in fact, we had a, a fun or a a charity uh, fundraiser shoot that we, we'd go out there every year couple hundred people but man it, there was a huge uh, uh contingency i guess of uh san diegans that would frequently go to front site and then uh it changed recently to prairie fire so l- let's talk about it what is your first off what's your role at, at prairie fire yeah so my job is to create competitions and experiences um, for people uh at the facility from you know, running races to shooting competitions and anything and everything in between. So uh, we have uh, uh, another guy, uh, Hans Hansen. He's incredible. He's a part of our, um, he's the chief training officer and he handles all the, the training classes and, and uh, a lot of the, all the construction and stuff that we're doing on site. And so there's a lot of, a lot of different moving pieces at, at Prairie Fire right now, but it's, it's pretty exciting all, all the changes that we've been seeing lately. And when when did those when did all that change happen exactly? So we took over uh, December second of twenty twenty two. Took over out of bankruptcy and uh, has spent the last uh, year, most pretty much all of twenty twenty three, uh, building Prairie Fire back up and and working on our programs and and things like that. And uh, we had our grand opening in September uh, of last year. And how just under 500 people, um, the best, and we're getting ready to do uh, a big, large couple events um, during Shot Show uh, next weekend. Oh, congratulations! Which Shot Show is right down the street from from Prairie, Prairie Fire, right? Yeah, definitely. It's about, we're about forty-five minutes from the strip, so it's not not too far from where all the action's happening. It is. It's actually so close. To, I've actually stayed on the strip and then you know taken classes there on on property. It's not that bad, especially because when you're headed there, there's no traffic. You know, uh, it's early in the morning, um, so yeah, it's not it's not that bad. I've actually stayed on the strip and and take, taken classes there, which is awesome. So what was what is what is was Prairie Fire something else before and then, or is that just a brand new name for the facility, or what was the company, or or you know what 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 took over Front Sight? What 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 exactly was it that bought it out or took it over, or however? You, what's the best way to state that? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So um, Prairie Fire bought out Front Sight, so it 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 no longer exists. Um, our New owner, he he purchased uh, the facility, like I said, out of out of bankruptcy, and um, his dream is to make uh, Prairie Fire the one of the largest and most exciting shooting office in the in the country. And um, you know, I think uh, it will wonder where Prairie Fire the name came from, and it actually came from a speech that a couple of different speeches that that Ronald Reagan gave about how. Um, hope spreads across, um, the, or it can spread across the United States like a like a prairie fire, um, and that's kind of we got that name, and and uh, you know it little source of inspiration for all of us, and and what we what we hope to do, um, spreading, you know, the good, and and you know, giving people 
the opportunity to learn and grow uh, in whatever way they want to, whether it's, you know, learning how to shoot for the first time or, you know, becoming a, a world champion or, or just enjoying um, time with their friends and family. So how? Let's talk about some of the some of the differences. I know folks who used to go to Front Sight and now are interested in Prairie Fire are going to want to know. You know, they want to do like a compare and contrast. So um, let's start uh-huh. with the actual physical property. Is, is have there been significant changes to the actual physical property as far as the the bays or, or classrooms or whatever? Yeah, actually, there has, um, and, and there's there's even more to more to come. But some of the things that we've already done now is we we took the classroom and we we completed it around instead of the the 400 person lecture hall that they had before, we turned it into a, kind of a, a welcome center where people can can go and spend time and you know eat lunch or hang out and um, a lot of the the classroom time is actually done on the range. Um, so. One of the, the goals of our chief training officer is to to allow people to have more trigger time and less time in the chair. You know, because um, we we all are firm believers that you you learn more by actually doing than just uh, getting lectured at. So, so um, you know, we want people to to get as much uh, muscle memory and, and things as possible while on property and get the most out of their time and the effort and money that they're putting into, into the, the courses. And, um, we've, we've really done a lot recently to, to build up the, the ranges with new targetry and, and, um, uh, you know, some unique, uh, targets that were offered to, um, high level military and law enforcement. Um, so we're trying to, um, allow civilians to be able to come out and, and, uh, you know, get some unique training that, that only have been offered to, um, you know, certain, certain people in the past. And then, um, you know, front sight was always, always catered to, uh, mostly self-defense training mm-hmm. and we're trying to do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, we'll, uh, besides just the, the normal, you know, how to, and, and, one-on-one courses, you know, we're going to be branching out into the sense and competition and whatever direction you want to take your training, we're going to offer pe- people a path uh, just because um, we everybody has different interests with our arms. Well, Lanny, we're, we're going to go to a commercial. We're going to come back, but I definitely want to get into more. I think, I think the best use of this interview is really talking more, like doing a compare and contrast. I, I, I know that I want this to be the definitive uh, point for of, of for uh, information on the differences between Front Sight and Prairie Fire, and and you know I want people to be able to reference this uh, if they're interested in Prairie Fire going forward. So I think I, when we get back, let's talk even more about that because it's super interesting, Lanny. Thank you. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, want to learn to fly? Yes. You want to get a pilot's license? Sure. Hey, well, San Diego is one of the best places to get your airplane pilot's license because pilots can fly almost every day. And you can learn to fly with San Diego Flight Training International. Gun owners, radio listeners, check out this deal. One hour of ground school, one hour of flight with an instructor. Yep, you get to fly. 
That's a $400 value, but for our listeners, you only have to pay $350. So give them a call, 858-569-1822. Learn to fly with STFTI, 858-569-1822. Okay, we're talking to Lanny Barnes from Prairie Fire, and most people know Prairie Fire as what used to be front sight. So we're talking to Lanny about some of the uh, – we're doing a compare and contrast of uh, Prairie Fire – and front sight. I got to tell you, Lanny, I'm really excited. I want to make sure it's it's clear that I'm extremely excited what you guys are doing. I think the future is uh, extremely bright. So I, I think this is great. I think it's a huge opportunity um, to get folks um, fired up again um, about what was being accomplished on that property. So I, I think it's really, really great. So you were, you were saying that there have definitely been some improvements and some changes on the physical property, which is awesome. Let's move on to the curriculum. Is is the curriculum significantly different, or how does how does that work? It is, yeah. It, uh, um, like I said, the, our chief training officer Hans Hansen, he was uh, you know a, a SEAL for many years and also handled their their training, and um, he's designed a curriculum that uh, is is I would say a lot more. Um, similar to what a lot of uh, other people around the country are, are doing for, you know, more modern shooting techniques. Uh, you know, front sight had a, their focus was on the, the weaver stance and things like that. And, and uh, that's, that's something that there's still a few people that use, but a majority of, of uh, whether it's civilians or law enforcement have, have kind of moved past that um, technique uh, to, to incorporate new um, techniques that uh, have just evolved over time. That's interesting. And what about uh, while we're on curriculum, let's talk about actual classes. Is it have the actual classes? You know, it used to be two or four day handgun, two or four day shotgun, two or four day, um, you know, AR. I forget the exact exact title, but you know, how is how have the actual titles and names of the classes changed, or are they similar? How does that work? And and I know it's it's hard to be so specific on on you know, class names and that sort of thing. But if we could just touch on it and then, of course, drive people to the website, that'd be great. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, people can go to the, the website, prairiefire.com. But um, a, lot, a lot of things have changed with the, the courses. Um, you know, in the like you said, there were a lot of, uh, you know, four-day courses and things like that. And, and what we realize is that um, people just have as much time as they, as they used to um, so the, the way the curriculum set up is we have uh, from one to, to two day uh, courses, mm-hmm. and um, and there's you know we, we still have our four day um, repel course, but most of the the firearms courses, whether it's you know um, introduction, to, uh, we call it foundational and then advanced and stuff, um, they're uh, you know two day courses, and and the reason why is is the curriculum allows to, to where you can maximize the amount of, like instead of in front sight courses, you were shooting 200 rounds a day in the, the, the two and 40 courses. Uh-huh. Um, most students are shooting 600 rounds or more in, in one day. Wow. So you're, you're getting out of shooting in, um, again, maximizing that time that you have so that you can, um, you know, get as much muscle memory as possible and, and, and walk away with, uh, you know, a lot more knowledge and experience in, in a shorter amount of time. And what about the what about the personnel? I know people would really got attached to their instructors, and I, I got to tell you, the instruction 
um, I felt was was mm-hmm. was top notch. Um, I uh, and, and I don't mean so people. I'm going to differentiate between the the instruction and the and the curriculum. You know, the instruction meaning the actual art and science of of getting information into someone's head so that they can use it um, was top notch. I mean, not just for, for the firearms industry either. It was top notch across industries, and they did a really really great job. And people would get attached. They go out to dinner with their instructors, and it was. I mean, it was it was uh, very very cool. How you know? What, what have you got? Talk about your instructions, or, or, or excuse me, the instructors and personnel, and and how that all uh, uh, tra- you know d- transferred over or panned out. Yeah, definitely. So um, a lot of people will be happy to know that we we retained a good majority of the instructors. Um, good, that that's they, awesome. I would say the the staff at Prairie Fire, excuse me, at, at Front Sight was was one of the best that we inherited in the bankruptcy process. I mean, they're just amazing people. They work hard. You know, it's so rare to find a a group of people like that, um, you know, at a facility. And so uh, what our chief training officer did is he he took a lot of them out to um, this facility uh, out east um, where where they, uh, you know, kind of this curriculum originated um, called Mid-South, and they they train quite a bit for a couple of weeks, um, you know, in, in December and, and, uh, you know, really learn, learn the techniques and the, the tactics and, and, and how to, and then they took what they, what they, uh, learned before and, and, you know, the things that they were already great at and just improved upon that. And, uh, so they spent a good majority of December and January, and even into February, just training and, and improving and getting better. And, and I think one thing, um, pretty proud of those guys is you know they just they they put a lot of hard work and effort into it you know we, we were fortunate enough to to have a um our owner he really believed in in um their training and so he pro- provided you know a significant amount of ammo for them to train every day um and they still do that they they have training you know multiple times a week where they themselves work on improving their skills so that they can you know uh, translate that and relay that on to the to our customers. That's awesome. Okay, and what I think one of the big questions that's maybe even the most important that people are going to want to know is talk about the pricing structure as much as, as as folks need to know, and then also how like what happens. Like I have a I think a diamond level membership at Front Sight. Is that completely gone, or is there something that was done about that? I don't even know. I honestly stopped keeping keeping up when when everything kind of started. When when it looked like Front Sight was really truly circling the drain, I got to tell you, I pulled I pulled way back and just said, "Well, let's 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 see what happens when everything uh, kind of shakes out." So, what can you say about current pricing, and then what what exactly what can you tell people who had a Front Sight membership? Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, our pricing actually includes quite a bit, and and I should should also point out a few things that I didn't before on the, um, you know, range construction that we did. Uh, you know, for the first time ever, um, we're offering uh, public range use. Um, you know, before you had to be a member, or you know, that there wasn't uh, kind of the quote unquote public range where you can come and and just on your own be able to to shoot and and you know sight in a a rifle or or break in a handgun or things like that. And we have two two ranges dedicated uh, specific public range use and um, people come out whether 
it's a, if they're if they're a member, it's a hundred percent. They don't have they can go to the public range and use it any time. If it's a non-member, it's at thirty bucks an hour, which is you know pretty common for most most ranges. Um, we also have a archery range. Um, we put in the guys did an amazing job building up a a three D archery course. Um, and right now there's 18 different uh, 3D archery stands, and they're going to be building up to, I think, 26, which will be will allow them to hold national-level competitions. Wow. And uh, there's also a, a flat archery range where you can shoot out to 200. <laughs> wow. Which is, long, in my opinion, what? a long way to play. I was going to say, I, I probably can't shoot out to 200, but someone could, in theory, shoot out to 200 uh, on the archery range. <laughs> yeah, definitely. My talent won't allow that, it. And then... <laughs> Me neither. I think I need to work on my archery a little bit. But um, we have a brand new um, sporting clay, brand new since I think last uh, May or June, sporting clays course. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's 18 stand sporting clays uh, down through our canyon, and, and they've been hosting uh, competitions regularly there, and, and people absolutely love it. Um, so people can come out any time and shoot either on our sporting clays course or our five stand um, pretty much any day it's uh, available and uh, very, very, very popular and something that, that you know, Front Sight didn't offer before. Um, and then our, our classes, uh, for non-members, it's $200 a day. And then for uh, members, it's $100. Um, so, it, you know, we have a lot of different options for um, members and, and non-members. So, okay, so that sounds pretty straightforward. If you're not a member of Prairie Fire, a class is $200 a day. If you are a member mm -hmm. of Prairie Fire, classes are $100 per day. And then how how do you Mm -hmm. become a member of Prairie Fire, and what what does that look like? like, What's the entry-level membership, or what would you like to tell us about the membership levels? Yeah, so right now, well, we – because we should be hopefully breaking ground on our uh, 47,000-square-foot clubhouse – this spring and uh until we until we get that built um the membership is 42 dollars a month and um you can sign up on our on our website there's no initiation fee and um you know either sign up on our website or call concierge and and uh you know it's a very good deal because it, you know it gets you 50 percent off your your classes and and fifty uh, percent off, uh, you know, pretty all the different activities that we have on site, and you get to come out and use the public range anytime you want for no fee. So you can just come out and shoot whenever you want. Um, so uh, we have a lot of great for offerings for our members, and and uh, really have, have uh, you know been building up that community pretty well, and and uh, really happy the the people that have given us a chance and and. You know, made made us part of their family. Okay, cool. All right. So $42 a month is the membership. If you're a member, $100 per day. You can take any any of the classes, um, sounds like. And mm-hmm. if you're not a member, it's $200 a day. Um, improved actual uh, property. The property is improved. Um, the yep. curriculum has, I, I guess the best way to put it is modernized. You guys have modernized the curriculum mm-hmm. um, and uh, retained most of the staff and the staff is e- e- equally as excellent or or even better is that is that is that a fair summary Absolutely. that's a very good summary yeah. okay yep. now what about the okay so okay so if I'm a, I'm a member of front site is that just is that just unfortunately gone for, for good or, or, or I, I missed what exactly does that 
what does it get me if I if I bought a front site membership uh, years ago? Yeah, so that you know, obviously with the bankruptcy, all of the memberships were were uh, done away with. But we okay. we offered um, all of the uh, former front site members a um, a possibility for a membership. All you have to do is call the the concierge um, okay. to sign up for. Um, a unique membership for all the, the former front Yeah, I, wanna, I really want to be clear with people on this, and I want to be totally, you know, these are my words, but, uh, y- you know, Prairie Fire, so every so front site as an entity is completely gone. I mean, the, the organization, the people that owned it, they're gone. So uh, mm-hmm. Prairie yeah. Fire, you guys are just going, hey, you know what? They had a property. We have a plan and a vision. So we're going to step in and, and pick up from there. So, uh, you know, I, I think that it's important that we appreciate Prairie Fire for what they're doing and give them a fair shot. Uh, you know, none of the frustrations that people had with Front Sight has anything to do with Prairie Fire. All Prairie Fire is doing is saying, hey, here's a property and an opportunity. So here, website? here's what we're going to offer um, on, on Prairie Fire. So, you know, step up. Let's support Prairie Fire. Let's give them a, a chance. And and I think that uh, it sounds like we're all going to be really pleasantly surprised, or or I don't know, surprise is even the right word. I think this is going to be a really cool thing. It sounds like it's a great opportunity, um, and I really really look forward to it. And I'm glad that you came on here and, and talked about this because a lot of questions over the last couple of years, a lot of questions. So I want I'm, I, this is extremely exciting to me. Is there anything else before we give the website and uh, and thank you for your time? Is there anything else you want to make sure people know about about Prairie Fire? just say you know um there's a like you said with a lot of the questions um people have concerns um you know the former ownership uh you know with piazza has nothing to do with the the current um prairie fire or anything like that and and we have um our our, he's very very um he loves shooting he his biggest passion is is uh you know shooting and, and being able to bring that to as many people as possible and he wants this to be his legacy, where he leaves a, a place where, you know, people can enjoy um, shooting sports for generations, and and we're just looking forward to, to building that up and and seeing everybody welcoming everybody back to a pretty incredible facility that, in all, in all honesty, the the members were responsible for building up in the first place. That's awesome. Okay, what's your website? Website is prairiefire.com. Prairiefire.com. So go to Prairie Fire, check them out. Gun community, I know you guys have a long memory, and we're generous with the with the criticism. But um, I'm I'm suggesting that uh, we we check out Prairie Fire and give them even more than a fair shake. I think that I was pretty bummed when Front Sight, uh, you know, uh, disappeared, and I think that this is uh, this is a huge opportunity for Prairie Fire to bring back what was, improve on it, and uh, really have a good thing in the future. So I got to tell you, Lanny, I'm really excited. I think you're just about the perfect person for the uh, chief experience officer position, and I'm so glad that you came on here today to talk about this. And I look forward to taking this segment and putting it out as much as I possibly can so that people hear the story and uh, are excited about Prairie Fire. And, and uh, thank you so much. This is awesome. Yeah, but are they going to have a trick Definitely. shooting Class. Yeah, you, you can be able to. Are you going to have a trick shooting class? Come on, girl. <laughs> of course I will. Yeah. I mean, it and says just so everybody knows. On uh, January twenty first, we're having a, a big uh, shot show um, wow. range day open to the public, so oh, wow. it's free and come on out and everybody can just 
see what we have to offer for free. And you know what her Instagram title is? What's that? Lanny Oakley. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Hey, yep. best of luck. I mean, we'll help you at our end any way we can. And hopefully uh, Jeep or Mike's Jeep will make it. It'll we'll make come it. out. Come on. It'll no. make it. well, uh, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. All right, great. All right, we're going to take a small break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, Riverside, San Bernardino, even the Bruin case, uh, even with the Bruin case, the gun grabbers are getting even more disrespectful. Let's face it, all these law, laws disarm only the people that would use a gun to defend themselves. Fight back and do something to defend your Second Amendment right. Join Inland Empire gun owners right now. We're growing the Second A community and getting more pro 2a officials elected membership is only ten dollars a month and joining is real easy just go to iegunowners.com slash join okay everybody knows i work for sandy guy who phil yeah. We're going to talk about him in just a minute, but Dave. you didn't even introduce him at the beginning. We did, we did. Okay, so we only have a couple okay. minutes, so I really need to talk about this. Okay, so we had our 10-ring event. This is extremely important here. So we had our 10-ring event and uh, on Thursday, and what it was is that all the D49 candidates for Congress came except one. I had like six weeks prior met all the candidates for, for Congress for District 49, and uh, I said, hey, you know what? We don't endorse in that race, so let's get them in a, on a panel. Uh, let's talk to them about you know what they really believe in, and let's do it in front of our ten ring members. You know, we have ten ring member events every other month, uh, and uh, this would be a, a fantastic opportunity. What I didn't want to do is I didn't want to say, all right, where do you stand on immigration? Where do you stand on taxes? Where do you stand on Hamas or whatever? We know. We know where they stand. They're running in a Republican uh, right. uh, ticket or you know a primary, I should say. They're they're you know they're not going to differ from the, the the platform that much. So what I wanted to do is ask them questions that that revealed how they make decisions. You know what? How do they actually come to the conclusions they come to? There was one candidate though. Who and everybody said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. No problem. I'll be there. Confirmed. You bet. See ya. Let's do this thing. This is awesome." And then the day before the event, I was actually giving a speech at another event, and Margarita Wilkinson is one of the candidates. She was there. She was actually sitting at the table with me, and I went up and gave my talk. And uh, I was looking forward to saying, you know, hey, I'll see you tomorrow night. And she made a beeline for the door. Didn't say a word to me. I'm like, all right, whatever. She's probably busy. We're all busy, you know. And then later that night, less than 24 hours before the event, I got an email from her campaign manager that said, oh, hey, you know what? Her travel schedule won't allow her to be there. And I thought, you know what? That's it. She was the absolute least impressive of this whole group. I sat on and talked with her, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, yeah, because she had a lot of support from people that – that are very respectable. And I thought, okay, great. I'm looking forward to, to, to meeting with her. And I sat there and listened to her and I was like, where is this support coming from? Like, what am I missing? Because I'm completely unimpressed. And I started asking around and it turns out that 
Uh, she has she's self funding for the most part. She's got a very wealthy uh, husband, I guess. And and the scuttlebutt was that you know it would be really good for the husband's business if he had a connection in Congress. And I'm like, okay, you know, influence buying a uh, uh, buying a, a seat not a new thing. You know, I've seen that before. It doesn't necessarily mean she's a bad candidate. Um, but it certainly explains why there was kind of this feeling of the emperor has no clothes. And I want to make that clear. Like Hammerling, when I, when I was hammering Hammerling, I was hammering him because he's a bad person. Mm-hmm. And I, I stand by that. He was not. He was a dangerous, bad politician. Um, I don't think she's dangerous. I think she's just pretty incompetent. It really was kind of a, uh, why are we all pretending that she's a viable candidate here? And what do I mean by that? Well, if you go to her website, this is her big quote. Washington, D.C. is broken. By the way, there's a comma between Washington and D.C. Don't know why. Washington, comma, D.C. is broken. Out-of-touch politicians caved to special interest groups, party leaders, and woke ideology to advance their own careers. Dysfunction is growing while American families are hurting. I'm running for Congress to say enough is enough, and let's get back our country – or let's get our country back on track. Shit, what did she say there? Nothing. <laughs> She said nothing. It was a bunch of platitudes. You know what I mean? They all say that. They all say that, but and I agree, and and I'll tell you two things from sitting on and talking to her. She didn't say that. <laughs> somebody wrote that for it's her. Plagiarism. Well, I don't know. It's not plagiarism, but somebody thought this will go over well on a website. You know what I mean? I don't think she stole it from somebody, but her campaign manager, whatever, she didn't actually say that. And even if she did say that, people who do just kind of spew out these platitudes – at least you can sit down and, and and figure out, okay, man, where do you, you know, or woman, you, where do you really stand on? You know, what, there's, there was nothing there. I, I, there was nothing but platitudes. There was nothing but passion. I didn't really see anything behind her of substance. And again, it, that's what made me question, why are we all pretending she's a good candidate here? And I'm realizing it just comes down to money. I think there's probably a little bit of... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Identity politics because she's uh, she's uh, Hispanic. She's you know Spanish speaking, and I think they're hoping, hey, that'll make us look, you know, less Republican or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. That'll help take more people in because she's a Republican who speaks fluent Spanish. Yay! And I remember them. Someone was telling me that yeah, she'll reach out to uh, you know Spanish speaking voters, and that's important in this district. You know, maybe, but it's not <laughs> as important as knowing what the heck you're talking about. Um, so when she canceled. You know, I, she didn't have a travel uh, conflict. Mm. She just knew, because I was sending emails to the candidates saying, look, guys, leave the platitudes at home. We really want to discuss why you believe what you believe and how you make your decisions. I think I don't think she had the ability. Well, that's one way to weed out the... the yeah, right? Yep. I think that's very smart on your part. So the other candidates did a great job. In all honesty, she canceled, which I didn't like, because, you know, when I don't like when people lie to me, you know? And to, to, to disrespect our event and our organization that much, <clears throat> I thought was pretty lame. She couldn't even give me the courtesy of a phone call. Or t- and tell the truth, too. Or tell the truth. Um, so, But it was pretty much decided that, you know what, that just gave us more time for the three real candidates in the room. It gave us more time to talk to them and find out. And, and they did a fantastic job. And so what do I mean by you know questions uh, to find out how they – base their decisions or what they base their decisions on. One of the questions I asked is, and I want to see what you guys think of of what your answers will be. I asked, okay, if you get elected and there's a bill in front of you and it's up to you, if you sign it, it passes or, you know, vote for it, it passes. If you don't, it doesn't. And you are, oh, we ran out of time. You can't do that. And you're opposed to it. We'll answer it on the other side. And you're opposed to it, but 75% of your district wants you to vote for it. 
Are you there to vote your conscience and what you believe? Or are you there to vote what seventy five percent of your district thinks you should vote? You know what I mean? That's a good question. It's all that thought. All that thought. Awesome question. Tell Bob Siegel he's off this Sunday. He doesn't need to come in. This is the Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy eight. The answer. Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. All right. All right, folks. Whoa. You all right? That's that. You okay? You already blocked me once. I couldn't see my <laughs> handsome host over here. This is Gun Owners Radio FM 96170. <laughs> the answer, Dave, hey. attacking the key grip. Well, I just, you know, I don't That's see right. you but once a week. Hit them next time. Help Orange County gun owners get the right people elected in Orange County, people that will stand up and protect your gun rights. By becoming a member today, because that's what you need to do. Go to ocgunowners.com slash join. Now is the time to join the growing number of gun owners who care and want to protect our Second Amendment right. Go to ocgunowners.com slash join and become a member today. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit more about the gun show, and then, and then this hour I'm really excited to talk to our in-studio guest, Phil Huey from... Shore Shot in Oceanside. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate being here. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, but first, winners, prizes, and events. Subscribe and win. Subscribe to our email list and win some swag. This week's winner, Ray Smith. Ooh. Ah. Ray Smith, congratulations. Email us at prizes at gunownersradio.com, Ray, and you can claim your T-shirt or your hat and let us know what size you want, and we'll send it off to you. San Diego Gun Show, March 2nd and 3rd. Uh, the early bird tickets are on sale as of tomorrow. So as of tomorrow, you're going to be able to start buying early bird tickets to the gun show. Honestly, I thought they were already for sale. I thought we already sold one. Uh, but anyway, uh, maybe he wrote this yesterday. <laughs> No, but for sure they'll be on sale tomorrow. So check your inbox, especially if you are a member of San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, or Inland Empire Gun Owners. Very unique gun show. Um, it's a gun show and symposium. Yes, we're going to have guns. Yes, we're going to have ammo. Uh, but we're going to have even more than all of that. So you'll be able to go to the gun show and take some classes. This is a a Second Amendment experience above and beyond just a gun show. You have a smorgasbord of attractions. You have the actual gun show. You have the Gun Owners Symposium, which went over really well the last, last couple times we did it. And then Saturday night, we're going to have Second Amendment Movie Night. We're not allowed to say the name of the movie over the radio because of some weird contract. But if you go to our website or you go to our social media, you'll be able to see uh, what 
what uh, what movie we're showing. And if you're a fan of the show, you can probably guess what movie we're showing. I'll give you a quick hint: Wolverines. We're also gonna have a beer garden, in-person classes, a BB gun range uh, to teach the youth gun safety. We're gonna do a blood blood drive because uh, I gotta tell you, gun owners are the uh, the pillar of society, and we want to give back to the community and do something nice. Uh, training deal table where you're going to be able to get uh, discounts on training all, all over San Diego and Southern California. We're going to have a, a little a car show with some hot rods that Super Dave here is going to put together for us. That should be super cool. And, of course, a networking lounge and a virtual firearm simulator, which is why, Phil, you're here today. Yep, that's it. Thank you so much for providing that. Talk a little bit about the simulator. Well, uh, this is what the simulator does, what we have together. It allows you to do exactly what you want to do mm-hmm. at the range. Yeah. What minimal cost, but also get you to do more. You know, when we go to the range, we shoot at the paper targets. Yeah. You know, and you don't get that experience. Okay, what do I need to do if I get involved in a situation where I need to protect myself? Mm-hmm. So we got the simulators that's going to put you through everything that would happen so that you could be mentally prepared. You want nice. to go through tr- training, paper targets, steel targets, knockdown targets. We just talk, you know, with the. Um, a new facility and you know, a new name. You know, we can do the exact same thing there. Trick shooting and all the other things that go along with it as well. Nice. And you, that so the people are going to get the opportunity to actually try that out at the gun show? Absolutely. We're going to give them some time to get up there up to five minutes actually shooting the what they call the cert guns where they don't recoil. It's just kind of like sh- point shoot, no mm-hmm. recoil. But then we're also going to have the real ones where you can either shoot the Glocks or the uh, ARs just like you do at the regular range. That's awesome. Yep. Okay, so... Tomorrow, I believe, January 15th, right? So you can get the latest updates on the gun show at yes. gunownersradio.com slash gun show. I'm sorry. Actually, it's gunownersradio.com slash gun hyphen show. Um, then tomorrow, January 15th at 6 p.m., attend the Zoom information session. To learn how to sponsor, exhibit, or volunteer, go to gunownersradio.com slash gun show info to register. So if you attend this Zoom session, you're going to be able to you're going to get all the information. Um, you're going to find out what we're going to have there, what opportunities there are to sponsor, a little bit about uh, volunteering if you're interested in that, or if you just want to know more information about the show in general, we're gonna we're gonna do that. It's a it's so unique. It's not just simply a gun show. Um, it's so much more than that, which I know is going to take a lot of explanation because it's not something that really. Um, I've seen before anywhere, frankly. Um, so I think it'll be very, very cool. I think it'll be well worth everybody's time. But I got to tell you, it's uh, it's it's definitely something that we want to continue to do. In fact, we have three scheduled for this year. But uh, if this first one isn't uh, as successful as we need it to be, um, you know, it, it'll hinder our ability to make it even better in the future. So we're hoping that folks who listen to uh, Gunners Radio are, of course, big fans of the Second Amendment. So we're asking you to. Help us out. And the simplest way to help us out is buy a ticket, which early bird special are are coming up. So, Alicia, how are you? Doing well. Yeah? Doing well. So, before we went to break, you came just in time, Alicia. Before we went to break, I asked, or I told everybody about the question I asked the candidates. I'm glad you didn't say anything. Yeah. Uh, The the question was, if you're in Congress and a bill comes in front of you and you are absolutely opposed to it, but 75% of your district wants you to vote for it. Mm-hmm. As a congressperson, what do you do? Do you vote with, with the, the way 75% of your district wants you to vote? Or did they hire you to make decisions for them? Mm-hmm. What, what did you think of that question? I thought that was fantastic. And you know what, really, one of the trends that I noticed along uh, across all of the <coughs> questions that you asked, 
whoever started it mm-hmm. tended to pick the tone and others kind of picked up that ball and carried it in the same path. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you <laughs> I did. I just, now that you say it that so, way, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but no, I thought it was fantastic because it really speaks, you know, the, you know, honestly, one of the things I expected to hear mm-hmm. was, was, uh, it, it was hinted by a few of them that they would, they would seek an opportunity to try to inform. Um, however, I didn't hear a whole lot of, of, uh, of integrity by way of when I feel when it, when it's on my heart and I feel a certain way, there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and they kind of started to lean. I think they were, they, uh, you know, they really spoke to wanting to listen to the heart of the people. Um, which I which I, I understand to a point. However, I wish they would have hit a little harder on the education point. It's tough. I don't, it's, there's no, I don't think there's a right answer. Because it, it's know, a, but it, it's a it's a mental exercise. Correct. You know? Absolutely. Phil, what do you think, man? What do you think? Seventy five percent of your district, or go with your gut. Uh, that is a hard one. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to be in that position, and you just put me in that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it's one of those things where, for me, I would say, okay, I was elected by these people. Yeah. They expect me to go, go along with what they want and then sometimes what I want may not be necessarily with good for the community mm-hmm. but I believe in it so I, my job would be I got to sell them on what I believe mm-hmm. so that I could change them to their their 75 percent is going to be what I believe is the best thing and yeah. I, I forget which candidate was that that made a point to mention about the the volume of the bill often when what people feel they only get they, they kind of hear just a bit of it they get the cliff notes they don't really un, always yeah. understand the heart of it and I think that that was something I wish they would have hit harder on but as as a, as that elected representative um, I wish sure hope that they do their due diligence and do that the thorough reading and, and understand it more in depth and and uh, and understand that the people don't always take that opportunity and that's where that gap is going to be in my opinion what do you think dave i think since they voted me in Mm -hmm. they voted the fact that i'm going to do my due diligence i'm going to do my homework i'm going to look and research this out and if i say i appreciate your opinion you know i don't know how much work you've done digging into this topic but i feel that i'm going to vote this way what with your gut yeah i gotta tell you pre-internet that's that's the way it was. Mm-hmm. But now with the internet where everybody knows everything, you know, every week there's some new topic on Facebook that everybody has a, suddenly has a PhD in, you know, um, it's made it really difficult. But I got to tell you, if, if you go back and you do everything that the your voters tell you to do, what's the difference between a representative republic and a democracy? Like, why don't we just put everything up for a general and, vote? And you know? what's wrong with difficult? I, I'm, I'm a big fan of difficult. I mean, uh, difficult makes you stand out amongst the crowd. But again, there's no right answer. It was really I, we wanted to see what. How do they make their decisions? What do they I base bet their you decisions made them on? Think. I hope so. I, hope I mean, I really, I bet think. you they're. They were great candidates. So thank you all for for Did attending. You their names. There was Matt Gunderson, uh, Kate Monroe, and Cheryl Adams. Those are the three you want to take a look at. Uh, forget Margarita, and of course, do not vote for uh, Mike Levin. That's, that's my personal opinion from Gun Owners Radio. Of course, Sandy County Gun Owners doesn't weigh in on federal races. You got that right. All right, this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right. Folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Turn into a turtle. What is she doing? She doing her turtle? Yes, she doing a turtle. Turtle. 
She's putting on her hoodie. Are you cold? Dude, it's cold. freezing in here. You can hang. This is, man, this is Schwartz weather. I love it. Yeah, I know. This is Schwartz. It's not sweater weather. Hey, a lot of companies wasted an enormous amount of money on marketing. The design is excellent. The photos are beautiful. And your website looks great. But it's just not getting custom. Why? Because you don't have the words to make people buy. But now you can fix that with SageTree. SageTree can help you find the words to make it easy for your customers to understand what you do and how to buy from you. Stop wasting money. Today and schedule a call. Getting it started is real easy. Visit SageTree.com and click on the schedule an appointment button. That's SageTree.com. And click away on that schedule a call button. San Diego County Gun Owners uses SageTree. We uh, we use it for our uh, a lot of stuff. Our, our website and all kinds of cool stuff. They're very, very excellent. Rich is a good dude. So by all means, get a hold of SageTree. Okay, Phil. Again, thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate it. So let's talk about SureShot. Talk, I know I've I've been there and I yes. embarrassed myself on your on your simulator. I don't uh, remember. I think I actually you did okay. He hasn't he been back that. since. Yeah. <laughs> I think get I the did holes right. patched up on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be doing really bad if I put holes anywhere in your. <laughs> yeah, that would be something. Yeah. yeah. So talk about. In fact, I, we were just talking off air about uh, what was what was when did you decide? Hey, I'm opening up Shore Shot. What was the, the the catalyst? What was that magic moment? You know, it was um, kind of started what the uh, the other company had, now, the Security Academy that was mostly training mm-hmm. uh, security personnel. But a lot we did training for civilians, but they just didn't know it. But I also found out when you take them to the range, shooting at that target wasn't enough. And I remember my times in the Marine Corps and working with law enforcement, we went further than that. We got out there, you know, the simulation training. And I said, I need to teach people how to deal with those moments when they actually have to use their firearm in some defensive manner, mm-hmm. whether it's a firearm or taser or chemical agent. So when it came out, people teased me. I've had this idea in my head for 15 years. Wow. And they said, wow, you finally came out about it. But when the property next door became available, I said, there it is. <laughs> and you talk about the name. It's a spell on the name, yeah. S-H-O-R-E, yeah. because we're near the shore. Right there in Oceanside. Yeah. Exactly. And I said, this has got to happen. I've got to give people an opportunity where they can go to a place if they can't get to places where they can get outside and practice that, but they can do it in a safe environment. And that first-time shooter that's kind of scared to go to the range, it's a perfect environment to start them off. And I just remember getting that. I said, this is going to happen. And put it in motion. And there it is. Yeah. yeah. And in it, you and get a, there's a little bit of like decision making too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and simulators now are so popular. Yep. You know, maybe 10 years ago, it wouldn't have been as successful as right. it is now. Right. Now everybody's, I mean, you're on your simulator all the time. Well, and there's, and there's, so how, yours is huge too. It's like, yep. it's not like you don't wear goggles. Nope. It's like a, uh, what is it, a six, seven-foot screen? or right. Yeah, so... talk. Describe what it is, because it's really fascinating. Right. Uh, you're actually, it's just like the screen simulates the downrange portion, yeah. whether it's uh, a regular range, outdoor range, you know, moving target scenarios. So you actually see the impacts. You're using real firearms. So the firearms where they actually get the same recoil that you do at the range, they get the same kick, whether it's rifle, you know, Shotgun, I have to give a disclaimer, doesn't kick as much. <laughs> you know, but you have to rack it, do everything. So we can do one gun, two gun shoots, and you're seeing the impact and you're seeing the response 
We got over a thousand different scenarios. Yeah, because you're looking at a str- your screen. Yes. It's everything's everything's like like real time real and real life looking. We should go there, Dave. Yeah. I was just gonna say, how can we never go on a field Let, trip? We, we're going on a field trip, man. There What's you your week look like? We'll go down there this week well, or I'm next. I'm out of town next week because I'm going to Napa. Okay, well, this is way more exciting than Napa. You're gonna have to cancel that trip and. Yeah. It's a five-star trip. <laughs> oh, all right, never mind. <laughs> not gonna, I was just going to take you for a sandwich that. after. It's not quite five stars. But, but it is very cool. Yes. I mean, you're looking at different – it's all kinds of different scenarios. Yes. You know, you're, you can actually move through a building or you can just Absolutely. be on like a range where you're shooting at, at you know, yep. static targets or, you know, there's all kinds of different things you can program. Right, absolutely. And, and that's one of the things we got it to where, you know, it's just on one screen. We actually can get it in a 360. We can actually, most of the time, we put it in a 180, so you're looking left and right, so mm-hmm. you're not just stuck on that lane right there. So it forces people to pay attention to their surroundings. But what I like about it, it's just not about like, okay, every scenario is going to be a shooting situation. Mm. We want to teach you that. Now, let's get out of this. Let's talk my way out. And do I shoot or not shoot so I'm not going to get myself in trouble? So mm. that's what we like. So we teach them from the beginning to talk, talk your way out. And if you have to use it, then hit what you're shooting at. Because you're going to have to move. And just don't automatically just start shooting. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to do that. And, and do you grade it? Do you grade the. Oh, yeah. Like, we can actually show them exactly where every shot like went. Like he says, I hit it. Yeah, oh, did. yeah. <laughs> and now we have to have it when we do the feedback. There's another camera because they'll say, well, I didn't put my hand on the gun. Let's replay that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, oh, I didn't know I did that. I say, yeah, that's what we want to teach you because they're going to say they did this to you because you threatened them. Yeah, high, so, high stress. You, you'll be able to experience firsthand what, what adrenaline and stress yes. oh, does. Yes. I can't tell you, Dave, you, you have to experience this too. People come up to me and they'll reference something. And my first thought is, how did, wait a minute, I did, how do they know this? I didn't. I don't remember saying that. And it's something I said on the radio. I don't even remember. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I, 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 I don't even remember because you're like in the moment and, you know. Well, going back to what you're talking about, too, yeah. simulation, when I was in the military. Right. I did a, uh, we did a maneuver where I was one of five bad guys in yep. the company and I had an M60. Yep. I got so wrapped up in that. Yes. I mean, we knew it wasn't real. We knew the ammo wasn't real. Right. But just you, once you get into it, and it doesn't take much. I mean, it, yes. it, yeah. So I totally get it. That was a long, long, long. In fact, I even jumped over a little three foot wall yeah. and fell 48 feet. Wow. <laughs> With my M60. Wow. Oh, 48 let, feet down? Didn't let it go, though. Or you just kind of rolled 48 I feet. I just cracked. Oh, it was, <laughs> then I got poison oak and. Oh yeah, just just another story I want to say. <laughs> but the simulation, yeah, side, I've not forgotten it to this day. Yep, it it made such an impression. So I can see you just need to get people out there, and I right. think your program for all the naysayers out there, yes, that's what you need to do. Look, hey, yep. we're not shooting bullets. Right, just come on in. It's like a game. Yes, let's it is. see how well you do. And we get that when it's kind of like when people come and they say, oh. Simulator, and they get that look. I said, just humor me. Yeah. And then they do great with shooting at the targets like they normally do. Then we start getting their critical thinking. We have a shoot, no shoot. Yeah. Decision uh, making. Yep. You shot the person with the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you do that? See, yeah. That's and where you they, should get politicians. Yes. yes. Democrats, yes. Republicans. Absolutely. Get Newsom to come down. I mean, and Newsom. <laughs> well, especially yeah. the hardcore anti gun folks. Exactly. And if you could get them in there. Yep. Wow, that that sounds like. And we've had some. We've had some people to say, oh, I'm not into this. And then when yeah. they leave, they said, uh, this is not like I thought. I see 
I see it in a different light. It's exactly. It's not a simulator. It's a stimulator. Right. (laughs) It is that. Let me tell you, it's a stimulator. So curious, is there, so obviously your, your focus is, is there's going to be an emphasis on decision-making, right? Proper, um, you know, awareness and all that. Is there any negative feedback that they receive for bad decisions or poor actions in the scenarios? Yeah, they actually, what they end up doing is when we review it, we actually showed them, we, we play that video back Mm -hmm. and we can stop it. I said, I'm going to do it just like they're going to do in court because that three to five seconds that you took, we're right. breaking it down. There you go. Uh, so we feed back to them. And what we tell them is that these are not mistakes. These are learning curves. There you go. Because you won't forget this. And when you go out there, you won't make the, the same mistake. That's good. I like it. Exactly. And he is a cattle prod. Well, that's what I was hoping <laughs> for. I that well, I got to tell you, you know, I talked to a fair amount of people who are looking for an attorney. You know, they were in a, some kind of defensive gun mm-hmm. use situation, something like that. Some of them uh, had a CCW. Some of them didn't. Some of them have the insurance. Some of them don't. Um, but I talked to a lot of people. Uh, and, of course, if you go on, like, uh, uh, you know, John Korea, you know, mm-hmm. uh, AS, yeah, Act of Self-Protection, mm-hmm. you know, they have defensive gun use. You know, you, you can watch hundreds of those. What I don't really hear a lot about and what I don't see a lot of is people messing up marksmanship. What they mess up is, their, for lack of a better term, their behavior, what yep. they did or didn't do. Exactly. And I do think uh, one thing I've been talking about in, in some of the lectures where we teach people how to get a CCW is that there's too much em- – we're putting too much emphasis on the marksmanship. Right. And that decision-making piece, right. Phil, is is enormous. You know, when the, the people I talk to are in the middle of a case, when they're being investigated, when they're yes. dealing with the district attorney, you know, it's not, hey, did you hit the target or not? It's, well, why did you do this? Or why yes. did you do that? Or why did you pull it there? Or why did you blah, blah, blah? Or what's the th- – exactly. th- that's the important stuff. I really, truly – there was just a case uh, very recently. Um, uh, all charges were dismissed, and and they they did a good job. No shots were fired, um, but some of the decisions made could have been better. Correct. And he was half a decision away from serious going to jail, serious problems. Yeah. And it's not because he's a bad person. He's not. You know, people who carry aren't bad people. Mm-hmm. It's you're under stress. And you're dealing with the most basic and therefore, you know, the most passionate uh, part of human existence, which is existence. Yes. You know, when you're like in fear for your life, you're, your very existence, you're going to make some bad decisions. And what's the saying? You, you're, you fall back on your, you, 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 you're, what, you're, you, don't, you don't rise to the occasion. You, you uh, sink to your lowest level of training. Sink to your lowest level of training. Yep. So this decision making thing, you know, that I think we, we got to. That's you got to push for. We really do. 16,000 CCW holders and counting. It's going to be 17,000 soon. It's going to be 20,000 soon. It's going to be, this is great, but now's the time, you know, we've, we need to get the, you need to have 16,000 customers, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, what needs to have to happen every time you get a CCW, you got to take the class. Well, yeah. yeah there you I go. mean, and, and have the government pay for it. <laughs> well, because they're charging you. How many like different that. scenarios? I wish you'd been the fourth yeah. candidate at, for I, Congress. I How many different scenarios? Uh, we have over a thousand different scenarios, but each one of them have five to six right. outcomes. So I mean, so there's nothing. So no way anybody's going to say, "Oh well." Right. Yeah. No. And you don't have to spend it. They don't waste ammo. Nope. No ammo. <laughs> you know. But I'm serious. I'd get. I'd get. I'd yeah. send an invitation to Governor. Mm, I think it should be done. <laughs>
Wouldn't it be so? What's he going to do if if we publicly gave him a an oh, invitation? I like that. I like that. Do a little do a little press conference in front of Short Shot. Well, yep. You know, just say, hey, we want you to come down. You're the governor. You, you know, know Dave, make- I'm not even joking. That's uh, the wheels are spinning. That's I'm actually serious. not <laughs> a bad idea. No, because hey, if you're going to make a decision, that's like saying, do you like broccoli? Ooh, I can't stand broccoli. Oh, never tried well, it. Have you ever no, ate it? No. Right. Exactly. Right. Let's chat about it. Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. You know what? A lot of companies waste an enormous amount of money on marketing. The design is excellent. The photos are beautiful. But your website just, you know, it looks great, but it's just not getting tested. Why? Because you don't have the words to make people buy. Didn't I do this commercial? Yeah, you did, but keep going. But you know what? You can fix that with SafeTree. SafeTree can help you find the words that make it easy for your customers to understand what you do and uh, how to buy from you. Stop wasting money today and schedule a call. Getting started. Yeah. Getting started it's is even harder easy. the second time, isn't it? I know. <laughs> Visit Sage3.com. Click on that schedule appointment button. Sage3.com and click on that schedule appointment button. You know, San Diego County gun owners use a Sage Tree. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe it. Deja vu. I know. I'm sitting there going, That's all right. Didn't I say, I know it's last Sunday. You did. That's so. all right. You, you know what? We're going we're, we're gonna to edit this part out. No one's going to hear this. Yeah, no one's going to hear it's this. It's almost like you forgot you did that last week, too. <laughs> we're going to go. I think it. I did. You do Phil, this is all. This is going to be left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah. it, okay, it's going to sound perfect. We have perfect. a very large cutting room floor. When it, yeah, when we send the recording over live, it'll be <laughs> it'll be a three-minute radio show in two hours. Don't think nothing of it. So how does it work with uh, Sure Shot? Like, do you make an appointment? Is there Are there classes? Like, how does it work? But, uh, you can do both. You can do appointments. Uh, uh-huh. Right now, we have it to where Monday through Thursdays, appointments only. Monday through Thursday, appointments only. Right. And then we're open on Friday. Friday, we open from 10, 2 to 9, and then 10 to 9 on Saturdays and 10 to 6 on Sundays. But you can make appointments any day, mm-hmm. usually with the exception of Mondays, because Mondays we usually have kind of like call it maintenance, and yeah. making sure everything's good to go. Okay. So you don't have to, you be someone fresh off the street. You can make an appointment. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you give it? Hours. I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me an idea. Like what? Uh, like what's what are the what's the price range look like? Well, we we go by the time frame. So for thirty five minutes, mm-hmm. you, you could the price for one person is the same price for two people. For for sixty dollars, you know, thirty five minutes, you come in there and it's just continuous shooting. And you do it for thirty five minutes to see if you're not exhausted. Oh at the yeah, about thirty five minutes. We get people to come here thirty five minutes. And then after 20 minutes, they're shrugging their shoulders yeah. <laughs> because it's constant shooting. It, you know, yeah. they realize it's like it's not one. I go in with my friend. We're switching back and forth. And then for an hour, it's a hundred dollars. You know, that does if you want to include like the, you know, less the firearms to record because you're 400 shots. You get 400 rounds for 30 bucks. You know, so you can't beat that. And when they get in there, it's just like shooting the real thing, the recoil. And people get pleasantly surprised. And you don't have to clean your gun. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't have to clean your gun. You go from there. Yeah, we just got for military. Military. Responders. Weekends are the best time for the military. Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, they get 20% off. Oh, wow. On regular days, it's 10% off. Members for gun owners, they get 10% off. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. You know, Thank so, you. That's really generous. Yeah. What about yeah. old people? 10% off. 10%. <laughs> 
What about girls? Ten percent off. You're sick. <laughs> so if you're in the military and you're old and a girl, you barely even. You don't have to. You're just there yeah, for free. free. They it's pay you to free. be there. We just start adding it. Up. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Do you have any kind of that. clubs? Club yep. opportunities? Yeah, where we people have, will join and absolutely. maybe some competition. Yeah, we uh, we do have members. They have different levels. They start with a basic level that can be from like. Fifty dollars a month, you know, to like to the premium level where it's going to be over over three hundred dollars a month. Where we actually they come in twice a week, uh, but it also includes we take them to the range and do live fire. And oh. what happens is, no matter what level, we end up doing an extra hour of actual training for hey, you know, for home defense and shooting. Like we did our one members one time, we told them and said, hey, let's talk about defending your loved ones shooting with one hand and moving. And they were very pleasantly surprised to be able to do that. You know, that's an interesting question I just thought of. Um, what's the, you know, what's the difference, or what's the, have you noticed a difference between, you know, how well someone does on the on the simulator and how well they do in live fire? Is there like a, is there like a, man, eh, they're about 10% different or whatever, or is it different for everybody? Because I, I, I've noticed that it's very realistic. Mm-hmm. I would imagine there's almost no delta, but is is there? Yeah, it's uh, what they find out is, um, we get them in there, they spend that time right there on the simulator, yeah. and then when we take them to the range, they actually get very surprised. Wow, my grouping is a lot better. Yeah, you know. Uh, but it, let's do the reverse of that. We take them to the range, and then we actually get them on the cert gun, which doesn't recoil, and then sometimes they realize they're nah, anticipating. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it works both ways, and then they pretty soon they start realizing, I'm not doing that. But then it also teaches them for defensive purpose, learn how to move. Yeah, you know, because if we're defending ourselves, we're not standing in one place, and we make a joke and when they shoot and they do those simulations. I go over there and I pull at their feet, and they say, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm checking for the glue in the nails because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't move, and that's what you want to do." That's awesome! But, yeah. What a great if you beat Sam the Gunman, you get 35 minutes. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> there you go. But instead of giving him away a hat or a shirt, Dave, no you're like you're full of good ideas today. I know. Man. Aren't I you, know? You have you, Wheaties before? Or don't use them all up in one day. Though. Yeah, spread know, them out. It's typical. Well, have you ever heard <laughs> Sam the Gunman? Yes. You're not going to have anybody come to your yeah, range, yes, but yes, at least we'll talk about it. But the but I think that's a great great idea. To throw yeah. back to him. Yes. Get some people to come in. Absolutely. I think that's awesome. And you also do. Gosh, correct me if I'm wrong. You're also a CCW instructor. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so it's not just the simulator. You also you teach actual classes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, teach actual classes. We do the uh, CCW and also the exposed weapon for security officers. And oh, then good to know. Yeah. For anybody that just home defense as well. Okay, cool. Gosh, kind of a one-stop shop. Number yes. three. Number three good idea? KUSI. Get Jason Ostell to go to his range yeah. and do a... I yep. do an actual. You know what? I got a better idea. Oh, same same thing. Same it's still line. your idea. We get KUSI. We get uh, ABC, NBC, CBS. Yeah, ah, we get local Fox. We get OAN. OAN's right here in town. Yeah, I know. I know. And then know. you remember on uh, on uh, Anchorman yeah. when they all met and had this big, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that be something? well let's do it at. <laughs> Phil's you simulator. You'd get all the TV coverage in San Diego. Do County. you guys now? Do you guys have like a simulator for a trident? If one of them brings a trident, because I mean, that would, no, that's, probably not. <laughs> that's something we so can that, think about. <laughs> well, I mean, if you invite, you have a whole news off. See, that's another thing. When you invite these news, say we're having a, a media day. Yes. And invite them. Yep. 
And oh yeah, I think that would that, be cool, right? Well, yeah. it'd be the cheapest and the easiest way to get the word out. Get the word out. Yes, <laughs> I know. I wonder. So maybe we make them pick. We got one person from each station. Well, no, that's what you do. You, you know? said we have a de- you delegate. Who would it, who'd it be? Uh, it'd be it'd be Jason. It'd be Jason. It'd be Jason from KUSI, and then uh, Artie but, Ojeda from uh, yeah. NBC. I don't know. I don't but know I could just see Paul Rudy will want to do it. Mark Mathis would want to do it. But you'd have to put him in a straitjacket. So is it like who, who, who volunteers for tribute from each station, and we they battle? Yes. Who does that? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Battle the well, Incas. We, we have a leaderboard that they can actually compete for that too. Guess, <laughs> but specifically, just all for you them. have to do is put together a media blast. Yep. And then send it to all of the and, and everybody has a planner at the station, yep. and say, and it's just and then you go to the website, it'll say you got an idea for a segment, mm-hmm. and that's who you send there it you to. Go. So or either that or well, I, I, hell, I'm thinking about stealing it and using you and just kind of well, yeah, I, 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 I might just coordinate this. You've been to all like the fun. stations, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then you'd you be a perfect uh, representative. Yeah, right. Well, let's see what we can do. Michael Schwartz. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Let's have we'll have him beat Alicia. She might actually have a chance of. Uh, oh, she'll win. I'll 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 get all scared and throw the gun down and run out crying. It'll be embarrassing That's okay. for everybody. We'll rig it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, what did you? By the way, what did you do for the Marine Corps? You were in for how many uh, years? Twenty-one years. Wow. And what did you do for the Marine Corps? Uh, Work backwards. My last job was I was the trainer for the um, MPs. Oh, wow. For the That's last cool. three and a half years prior to that, I was uh, three more three years. Uh, I was the range chief for the um, Edson Range there, so I did all was in charge of all the training. Were you in? Did you did you spend most of your time in the Corps here in San Diego? Uh, no, just the last seven years. Most of the time, it was on the East Coast or, or traveling out there in other countries. Wow! Yeah. Wow. What was your was San Diego your favorite place? I would say that I, I ended up staying here. Got here in ninety one. Yeah. I haven't left. Yeah. So. And That's this awesome. was California was home. D- did you love the Marine Corps? I loved the Marine Corps. <laughs> What'd you love about it? You know what? The food. It, it, oh yeah, the food was great. Couldn't wait to get there. No, no. It was. I would say, you know what? It's just experience of the people. It's kind of like high school. You know, yeah. nobody really loved high school. They just look, remember the people that right. was part of it and everything. See, and that's what a lot of people do not understand. That was my MOS. Oh yeah. Okay. But people don't understand. It has nothing to do with who you are, where you came from, right. what color. Yep. None of it. That's it. Because we would all back each other exactly. no matter what. Yep. Well, that's cool, man. Would you recommend it? Like if uh, – who would you recommend joining the Marine Corps? Coming out of high school, what would you? who would you recommend? Hey, man, you need to go – or woman, you need to go into the Marine Corps. You know, I always say right this is uh, a person is looking for some some, some guidance because the military helped me get to where I am now. You know, like <laughs> – They'll whip you into shape yeah, in the yeah, first it, three weeks. Oh, my goodness. It's, you know, discipline and all the other things, you know, like yeah. teach you how to stick to it and everything yeah. like that. You get through that, you can get – First time they shaved your head. Yeah. You're definitely, well, you end up, well, because it, what they do it intentionally. That way everybody is exactly Exactly the same. same. Exactly. But I tell kids, if you don't have a goal, Mm -hmm. if you don't know what you're doing, if you're not going to go to college, not going to go to trade school, and you're just kind of lost chasing girls all the time, then you need to join the military. And trust me, they'll test you. Oh, yeah. They'll put you in a in a category that you know will will they'll get the best out of you. That's right. And then that it's up to you to to improve. That, exactly. Have you been down to the museum? Yeah, down at the the 
you know, on the on the where they where they do the training, the Marine Corps training. They have the museum, the Marine oh, yeah. Corps museum. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of you were down there. Oh yeah, I got a tour a few years ago from one of the docents. Uh, he took me around. It was actually really interesting. He was uh, Vietnam era, and he he's a docent just for fun. He loved doing it, and uh, he there are a lot of pictures in the museum. Yes, a lot of old pictures. And I said, hey, has anybody ever come and done a tour and said, oh, hey, there's a picture of me? Well, he ran across the room, and there was a black and white six-foot picture of a bunch of Marines. I think they were either getting on or off a ship in Vietnam. I can't remember if they were leaving or coming. I think they were leaving. And, and there was a picture of the back of a guy's head. And he said, I was working here three years, and I turned and looked at that picture and realized that's me. Oh, it's wow. the back of his head. No kidding. Yeah, so that so yeah, it was really really cool. He was such a great dude. It was it's it's a really really interesting museum. It's really well done. I think it's like I said, it's one of San Diego's best kept secrets. That museum, yeah, and, and it is. Right? A lot of people don't know about it, and I, yeah. I was happy to get a chance to go down there. That's and, cool. Uh, Maybe we'll do like a we should do a Gun Owners Radio uh, museum meeting, day or something. Do a meeting like down here, or a what ten ringer? Maybe we do a meeting. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's I'll bet four. you we could. That's four. Ah, no kidding. I, I think I bet. Wait a minute, that was my idea. You can't just steal my. <laughs> that's not. But That's I my one, you. not but your I four. Had you. I actually had you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. This is the best segment in an hour and 45 minutes. Coming up, <laughs> Sam the Gunman, right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to. Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, if you're a gun owner, and if you've ever had the need to use your gun to protect yourself or your loved ones, you need legal protection. Even if everything was right, even if you're 100% justified, you should be prepared for the legal battle after your self-defense battle. We've seen it it, uh, right here in San Diego where an innocent man showed his firearm to discourage a violent attacker and had to spend thousands of dollars in legal fees to restore his freedom and rights. That's why you need firearms legal protection. When you join, you get uncapped legal protection for self-defense, for civil or criminal cases, for with a 24-7 hotline. Joining is super easy. Go to firearmslegal.com, click on a Become a Member, use the code GOR for a discount, and you can enjoy the peace of mind that you are protected if you're ever involved in a self-defense incident. That's firearmslegal.com. Use the discount code GOR. You will not be disappointed. Okay, everybody's favorite segment, Stump My Nephew. Sam the Gunman is my nephew, and we found out years ago that he's really good at gun trivia. So if you email in a trivia question that's gun-related, and we use it on the air, you'll get a hat or a shirt. And if you stump my nephew... You will get a free two-hour session at Shore Shot on Gun Owners Radio. You're giving away two hours? That was going to be thirty minutes. Eh, it'll be two hours. It'll be two hours for one person or one hour for two people. There you go. I didn't know you. Okay, you're not buying any watches this month. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, without further ado, Sam, you there? Yeah. How are you guys? Good, man. How are you doing? Not bad. We got a new. Uh, we got a new uh, 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 gift for. Uh, for stumping you, yeah, I heard. Uh, it'll be uh, two hours at a at a simulator. No pressure, cool. no pressure. Yeah, so. Okay, so uh, Phil from Shoreshot is going to. He has the honor of reading the uh, the question. Go go for it, Phil. All right. 
Okay, U.S. SOCOM recently posted its desire for a new extreme long-range sniper rifle with a capability of 2,500 meters, which it hopes to be able to replace older rifles such as the M107 and, and the MK15. U.S. SOCOM said it's looking for a rifle that will be a modular, magazine-fed, multi-caliber, capable systems, which will include barrel configurations which require bolts and barrels of each caliber, required magazines of each caliber, stock, receiver, sound suppressor, ballistic computer, operator manual, cleaning kit, tool kit, bipod. Additionally, the caliber for the rifle shall be subsonic and supersonic capable and have a lift no greater than 56 inches and a weight of no more than 22 pounds. Is that even possible? And that came from Ron in Chula Vista. All that in a bag of chips, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ron, for writing in, and thank you, Phil from SureShot, for reading the question. Um, is that even possible? Um, I'm going to say, yeah, I can't speak to this particular contract, and I, I may be mix, mixing this up with a past contract, but I believe Barrett submitted a variation of their MRAD platform um, to, I know they submitted it to one SOCOM RFP. Uh, I don't know if it was that one specifically, but um, their MRAD platform, they, they like to bill it as modular, caliber, convertible, uh, all, all that sort of thing. Well, what, it ta- what is the M107 and what is the Mark 15? I think you've actually talked about the, uh, the, Mark, the MK15 before, but tell, us, tell everybody what is the M107 and what is the MK15? Uh, the M107 is the Barrett semi-automatic 50 caliber rifle. Uh, it's recoil operated. They they sell it as the Model 82 M82, but the military designation is M107. Uh, magazine fed, 10 rounds. Um, really not designed for accuracy. It's um, of course the 50 BMG is a really powerful round that can reach out really far, but the rifle itself was not designed as a precision rifle from the ground up. Um, whereas the Mark 15, I believe, is an evolution of the um, the uh, SR25 platform, but don't quote me on that. And so, why do you think that there is? It, why do you think they're coming up with this? Why, by the way, you want to know what the answer is? <clears throat> what is it? The answer is there's no answer. We're just interested in Sam's opinion. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So, Ron, you didn't stump him, but we gave you a hat or a T-shirt because we thought it was an interesting question. So wait, wait, qu- qu- so wait. Yeah. So the fifty, so fifty cal. That's yeah. a lot of money to be thrown down range to be putting down with a not so accurate fire. And what would be the purpose, if not accuracy? Um, believe it or not, defusing explosives. Um, EOD troops okay. uh, have determined that one really easy way to get rid of a very large IED is that instead of rolling up uh, a bomb defusal robot or sending out a guy in that padded suit and risking his life, is just shoot it with armor-piercing incendiary ammunition from far enough away that the shrapnel won't hit anything important. Well, the other thing, the, the, the terminology, too, between precision and accuracy. Accuracy is missing it by inches. Precision is missing it by centimeters, right? Um, no, precision and accuracy are different things. Uh, precision is load dispersion between each impact, whereas accuracy is uh, small dispersion between the impact and what you're aiming at. It's a way more uh, so intelligent it's, it's way than I put it. <laughs> be, 
it is possible to be precise and not accurate. So if you can, uh, in concrete terms, if you're out on the range and you shoot a really, really tight group, but it's low and to the left, then you are precise but not accurate. Oh, okay, wow. Okay, so what you, means your sights are off. And I, what, the way you described it is you said it wasn't built for precision. Is that was that accurate? Is that is it, or did I hear you right? So um, so yeah. I guess what I'm saying is it was meant to be accurate. Like they want you to hit your target, but it wasn't built for the purpose of precision. And, and yeah, from what I'm from what I've heard, it's basically it's basically about a three MOA gun, which at about you know a hundred yards isn't too big a deal if your target is more than about three inches wide. But uh, you're not going to be reaching out and and making super long range. Uh, one shot kills on on man sized targets at you know a mile or whatever. Even though the round can do it, the rifle just isn't capable. So that that requirement twenty two pounds for a rifle that can shoot out to twenty five hundred meters. Um, I I think a bolt action uh, like three three eight Lapua or three three eight Norma Magnum um, type of rifle would be able to do it. The the barrel technology is certainly there. Uh, the optics are certainly there to be able to enable that. Um, so I, I think most of the major precision rifle manufacturers would be able to meet most of the requirements of that contract. The ballistic computer might be a little bit tricky, but um, the, the technology is certainly out there. Who do you think, if you had to guess, if you had to give, give it an educated guess, what manufacturer do you think has the best chance of fulfilling this contract? As I said, probably Barrett with their MRAD because it has the modularity that SOCOM apparently wants. Um, and they already have an in with the U.S. government, which is a big deal in, in contracting. If your company has already had a contract with, um, in this case, the, the DOD, then they're, they'll be a lot more inclined to uh, give you a follow-up contract for something else. That's interesting. And you said, and they, they, they spell out specifically SOCOM. Is, uh, do you, is there, a, how do I ask this question? Is there like a difference between SOCOM and the DOD? That's a good way of asking it. SOCOM is a part of the DOD. SOCOM stands for Special Operations Command, um, and that's all in the name right there. So they get access to certain special equipment that is not deemed necessary for the mission of uh, other elements of the U.S. Armed Forces. But we're not talking about a new sniper rifle for, um, you know, Army infantry. We're talking about... this is... This is a sniper rifle for the absolute best of the best uh, within the U.S. military in, in terms of uh, what they're needed to do and, and what kind of capability they need for their equipment. It's very different from what um, regular soldiers or Marines would need. Awesome. Is he impressive? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> he's a lot of only stuff. 12. <laughs> he's not 12. He has that voice. <laughs> Yeah. That's cool, Sam. Good job, bud. He's been doing this for seven years, and he's got about a 97% win rate. Oh, I think higher wow. than that. You think it's higher than I that? About so. five years. Is it only five years? I'm like that, yeah. Oh, okay. Nice job. Hey, Sam, have you ever been to a simulator shooting range? I have not. All right. Well, we got to get you out. Yeah, by the way, um, by the way, we were talking also to, we got to get you out here to San Diego, period. And when you're out here, we're going to take you to Phil's simulator and uh, um, see, see how you do. Um, but the other thing is we just spoke to the CEO of Prairie Fire. Are you familiar with Prairie Fire? I am not. So Prairie Fire, are, they're the people that took over Front Sight. 
So I think what we're going to do is we're going to send you to Prairie Fire, formerly known as Front Sight, uh, so that you can do a, re- a compare and contrast because you went to Front Sight a few years ago. Now we want you to go to Prairie Fire and write an article. And do a blog. So, yeah. So what yeah, day? that would be very cool. So you're available I, next I would week? I happy or to do that. <laughs> um, no, unfortunately, next week is out for me. Um, I have a little bit of a schedule conflict, but um, When's your uh, spring hopefully break? Uh, I will let you know. <laughs> well, so, and, and, this, is, this is this is you've you've stumped your nephew. Yeah, <laughs> really, I don't know off the top of my head. Well, I just think this would be good for them, and the way you write your blogs, it'd be it'd be good for them, and it would be good for you because you'd have an opportunity to go shoot at a pretty high end uh, facility. Because if you like front sight, you're going to love Prairie Fire. That's where oh sure yeah I'm, I mean I could always use some more training I think uh, there yeah. there isn't a shooter alive who couldn't use more training absolutely there you go. cool Sam thanks Bye, so buddy. much take care hey thanks for having me on good thanks, night Sam right. Glad Sam well tell you what Phil's good having you here yeah where do we go if people are interested in uh, training with you where do they go website well, yeah the uh, website it's a long one or actually it's, I shorten up it's sure shot s h o r e shot dot info well, they oh, when used to be info, it used to be firesimulator.com. Well, that's <laughs> so not we, too long. So we said shoreshot.info. Much Makes better. it a lot easier to take you right cool. there. Excellent. Thanks, hey, folks, so. like yeah, and subscribe you. our show. Share it with a friend. <clears throat> Leave a comment. And please support our great sponsors San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Inland Empire Gun Owners, the Dillon Law Group, Sage Street, San Diego Flight Training International, Firearms Legal Protection. And a big shout-out to Alicia, Michael, Sam, Matthew, and the wild one in the box, Brendan Thomas. And don't forget uh, Mr. Bob Siegel. He is in the house, and he is flared up. Smoke is coming out of the studio. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer.